What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Final Checkpoint Podcast. This is episode number 63. Each week, you can find me and my cheerful co-host as we react to some of the latest video game news and talk about games that we're playing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. Ben, we are officially in the next generation of consoles. This is a a crazy time to be a gamer. Kind of a weird time. I feel like we're caught in this weird in-between where like plenty of people that have the new consoles are like experiencing all that stuff where the people that don't kind of like me like are just kind of like in this weird like I don't know uh what is it uh like purgatory of like Mm. well like I still have stuff to play but like should I just wait and till the next console or till I get my console or like what do we do with our lives (laughs) we got this like FOMO of like man I know I'm missing out on all the cool like new features but like I know I'm gonna get to experience them I'm not like in a hurry so it's just like weird it's just a weird feeling and i haven't experienced this because i've always had the next gen console like either like as it came out or like my ps4 i got it right before it launched because i won it in some weird contest from sony uh when i worked at t-mobile um so it's just like a weird limbo for me right now i don't think i've ever experienced this interesting i so the only consoles i've ever bought at launch were the wii uh, which I camped out for the Wii U because I'm an idiot, um, and the Switch. Hmm. I think that's, I think that's it, and I guess the Series X now. But yeah, so I've never bought a a Microsoft console or a Sony console at launch. It's always been, been a, a nine months, six months later, depending, you know, on on the generation and all that. So. I, I get that, but at the same time, I don't get it because I've always been like this. What I, what I do understand and, and commiserate with is I really want to play certain games on my PS4. I don't want to play them on my PS4. Like I want it on that upgraded thing just so it's quiet, just so it loads quickly. That's what I'm missing out on. It's not necessarily any experience. Like, oh, I can't wait to play such and such. It's like, eh, I, I can wait to play that. I just yeah. want the I just want the system, especially now when it's extremely difficult to get a PlayStation Five. I haven't tried to look for it an is. Xbox since I have one. Um, yeah, but I'm assuming that's also very difficult to find. I stopped checking as soon as the PS Five came out because I was checking stock just to see how easy it would be in my area. Like, oh, let's say like I did want to just go grab one, like especially the Series S because that's one thing that we're thinking of getting um, as like a gift for Christmas and just kind of checking around. I'm like. I was doing that right before PS5 came out, and then the only thing I've been doing is checking PS5 stock, and it's completely sold out everywhere. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was a mess. I tried to get one um, from Walmart. They did that kind of staggered whatever it was on. Oh yeah, like on... every two or three hours or something like right. that. Right, and uh, yeah. nope, I did get it in my cart, and I did get to checkout once. Um, but yeah, the the checkout must have been a glitch because as soon as you tried to finish the checkout, it was like, "There's nothing here. What are you doing?" This is sold out. Yeah. So that that sucks. And I, I do assume we're only t- like, what, three, four days uh, after launch of the PS5 specifically. Yeah. I have to assume more will pop up every week here and there and sporadically. And I, my guess is by January, February, you could just buy one if you want one. It won't be that difficult, I would assume. 
but yeah it, you know if if it felt like they were talking about supply constraints and initially people kind of brushed it off like oh whatever like that's maybe you guys are just saying that to like delay the console or something because that was the initial concern is that they were going to delay these console releases yeah. but no it's it's uh true well, they're just selling so quickly and they can't stock the stores quick enough i think there definitely were supply constraints but you're right it, it was also way more successful than <laughs> than yeah. anyone was anticipating even i think xbox sent out this kind of press release or, or article i didn't look at it admittedly but it was like this is the most successful xbox launch ever and da, 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 da. here's all these yeah. stats and crap yeah yeah people wanted these these new systems and especially if you after you've played on one you realize how kind of old and uh outdated a lot of the the current systems are yeah i think i think uh i think we've been ready for a new console generation and really like the like it's it's weird when you have a jump to a new console and graphics really isn't the biggest thing we're looking at like well so there you know there's some things here and there but like the biggest thing is the like the convenience of overall like the functionality of the system like how quick it loads how easy everything is to access making it just overall a more efficient system like i feel like that's the thing people were looking forward to the most more than just like having the games be in 4k you know 60 to 120 frames whatever right i, I can agree with that i do think once you've played a game it's easy for i see a lot of console people you know those console people um they're like well the games already look really good and how much better could they look and i look at stuff like demon souls or or even miles oh, yeah. morales on ps5 it those games look so much better than anything your ps4 can do you're crazy if you think yeah it, it, it could it's not that much better like it is it is that much better I, I don't know if i just have an eye for that um i must i guess if everyone can't see it but it, it looks better, and even I'm playing Yakuza Like a Dragon, it is clearly running at a higher <laughs> visual fidelity. Like, the, just the textures yeah. alone are, are really detailed. I mean, for me, like, even small differences, like um, playing uh, Apex Legends on console and then playing it on PC and seeing that difference right. of the, like, just the frames, the 60 frames compared to the 30, like, it's a huge, huge difference. Just the smoothness and just like how great and quicker the game feels. Like it's, it does make a difference. I, I think I'm so excited to get one of these new consoles and try it on my 4K TV. Cause like the only thing I've really tried is my Xbox One S and it's just like, yeah, you know, like stuff looks good on there, but like I really want to see the next gen games pop up on this like 75 inch 4K Oof. TV. Like I want to. I want to see it. <laughs> I want my eyes you to bleed as get, I'm like watching it. You got to get Valhalla running on that. On next gen. You know, you know, with with the things I've been hearing about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like it's certainly piqued my interest. It's hard to say if it's one I'm committed to because Yakuza sounds like it'd be more up my alley than Assassin's okay. Creed. Because I can, I, I can, I feel like they're both long games, and yeah, <laughs> and with how long it takes me to get through most games these days like i feel like I'd, i could really only commit to one of those and yakuza just seems like so much fun and it, the fact that it's turn-based this time around and it's a new character so i'm not really like there's not all that baggage from all the other 
like iterations it, it seems like the perfect one to get into right well i've been playing both of those games so we'll talk about that a bit later <laughs> sounds good and you could uh decide by the end of my impressions yeah so let's uh let's talk about how these um launches went no one was murdered or... that i know of that's good that's yeah so the topic of the show is gonna be a ton of random tidbits about next gen which we were yes. already kind of talking about i could start it with my series x perfect yeah um, let's let's go with that. which i with which i got whatever the hell day that was it feels like i've had it for a week which is almost true i guess uh, yeah it came out tuesday right yeah tuesday Monday? and i got tuesday? it from yeah, um someone at work who had an extra pre-order and he actually delivered it to me because he was going to be in the area um oh, nice. at work like surprisingly just like oh i'm here hey here you go so yeah, i i had away. it where's your mask i had it that oh we had masks on um okay. i had it at what the tuesday night i had it and i work overnights so that was my beginning of my day so then i had the rest of my day tuesday really to to screw around nice. with it um haven't done that much with it i did okay. transfer um a bunch of games over from my other xbox over the the wi-fi which takes forever i recommend just <laughs> putting it on a hard drive and, and doing it yeah. um but that works seamlessly you can use the console as it's as it's going um that no no issues there i tried out banjo kazooie i tried out geometry wars last night just to see how that worked and those work fine obviously there's not a yeah. lot of loading time in either of those games to see if they're improved yeah. but uh, that works without a hitch quick resume worked on banjo kazooie even after i turned off the system however quick resume has not worked with tetris effect if i've turned off the system and I think even if with it still on. Really? I, I'd have to double check that. But yeah, it didn't. I only I think I only launched it two or three times. Um, so, so that's an issue. Quick Resume has also not worked with Yakuza when from the disc. So I, ha I have it from Gamefly, right? Um, and when I turned off the console, turned it back on, it did not Quick Resume into Yakuza. However, when I accidentally started the Master Chief Collection... <laughs> because I don't know what buttons do. Um, and I canceled out of <laughs> that and then went to go back to Yakuza. It did quick resume back into that. So okay. I don't That's know good. if it's just like you're running it off the disc and you turned off your system or you're downloading a bunch of games from your other console and that's confusing things. So that remains to be seen. Mm -hmm. However, quick resume is perfect for those moments where I, I was playing Yakuza and then it popped up and said, hey, Geometry Wars is done. And I was like, I want to play Geometry Wars. So I just... Yeah. Close out of that, played Geometry Wars, and then went back to Yakuza without a hitch. You know, you're back in there in five seconds. That's really cool. Um, it's not that big of a deal if it if I have to start the game over. I just have to wait for the splash screens and the loading. I think the longest loading time I've had in that game is maybe four seconds. Maybe. Oh my god. The majority of them are like the screen fades to black and half the time the the loading bar doesn't even appear. Um Yakuza That's is not crazy. exactly a. It's not Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'll put it that way. It's not that level of right. fidelity or complexity. But having those fast load times, especially in a game like Yakuza, that it'll have a cutscene and then it'll have a little load at the end of the cutscene and then you're playing and then another cutscene will load. So there's kind of these little loads throughout and having those just be fade out, fade back in is a lot yeah. better than the five, That's 10 so seconds. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. 
that is pretty cool. Um, I, I keep hearing that setting up the system itself is pretty seamless if you use the app. Did you use that or did you just set it up from the console I, itself I using your did, controller? I um, did. Someone talked about it on a podcast, so I thought, why not? I'm going to get these apps. I've never, never used the apps before. But yeah. it basically started up. It had a, a number on my TV. You type in the number on the app in your phone. And the, the console starts updating, downloading off the internet after you, you know, select the network and stuff. Yeah. And then I'm on my phone setting the settings like, oh, import this. This is my account. It boots up. It has my same home screen and everything uh, that I had previously, the same layout and all of that. That is a negative, I think, for the Xbox, where if you have been using an Xbox, you boot this up and it's like, well, I have an Xbox again. <laughs> it, it doesn't have that new console smell yeah. in that way i mean i think some people would see it as like not exciting but i think for people that love the familiarity of that and sure i I, th I think maybe some people don't want to deal with having to relearn a whole new system um plus the fact that everything just works so seamless and it feels like hey look it just works it, every all my stuff is there i can just turn it on get right back to my games and just experience my new console like I can see the upsides to it, but like you're right, I think there is some of that taken away without having this brand new experience that you're going into. There's no, there's no wow factor, and I talked about this last week. the The One X, the UI runs really well on it. It, it runs so smooth. So yeah. playing it on the on the Series X, it's not even like I noticed that much of a difference. Like, oh, it's it's a little faster, but it already ran so well. I don't know how much faster it could have gotten. Um, you're really gonna notice the speed improvements with um the games right yeah and, and it you know the the ui runs really well on the 1s um like because i've been using it a lot this weekend my kids use it all the time and they have tons of like weird games downloaded on it <laughs> and like i can switch in and out of games quickly like you know sometimes on playstation you might act you click into a game on accident kind of like how you, you were talking about yeah. like oh shit i clicked on halo well like on playstation you have to wait a certain amount of time before you can actually hit the ps button oh, to get out of it exactly. and you have to wait and wait where xbox like i accidentally clicked into destiny when i meant to go click into tetris and i just clicked the x button again home back into tetris and like i didn't have to really wait for any lag everything just works smoothly and so like i think that speaks highly of their software and yeah. just their ui how well it always works um so <laughs> yeah, not to shit on sony but i have two shit on sony things i was watching jonathan dornbush play demon souls and at the very mm. end of him playing demon souls it just crashed for no reason oh man it's such a i've I was like wow yeah, that's an okay that's another thing to really one thing we should kind of comment about is i've been seeing so many people talk about um just their p their playstation 5 like crashing or breaking or yeah well there's you know, hey it shut off you know on this part on uh what is it what were they playing i think miles morales miles. and then yeah and then even one uh one of my friends um he just got a ps5 and he was playing um i think assassin's creed valhalla and his system like shut off and then he was able to get it back on and stuff but then he he was also reading up that there's a ton of reports about it and you know this happens but it's right. just like it's just like the the thing you don't like for Sony, you're kind of like, man, you guys are already walking a pretty thin line with everything that's happened so far with, you know, 
the communication on the console yeah got the console out and then it's like oh no <laughs> like something's gonna happen I, they're having a lot of issues i've seen with external hard drives people booting them up with the hard drive mm. uh plugged in and it's like oh, i gotta rebuild the database and all this crap yeah it's not great um i'm sure it's fine i'm sure most people if you're not doing that and you're just downloading and playing a game i'm sure there's no issues it's like the, yeah. the disc issue there's the xbox one there have been reports oh, yeah, of the yeah. disc like not taking discs and uh i admittedly have only put one disc into it yakuza but yeah it it is a little weird um it almost like i had to stick it in a little further than i would have thought and then it really aggressively sucked it in <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> it wanted it it really did so uh, that remains to be determined um i do play a lot of movies Okay. Uh, so I will not this week, but at some point in the future, because I I was watching all the Batman movies, which most of them I own on on Blu-ray. So I was using them on Xbox, but now that I have the X, I don't have any discs to run on it. We'll have to see. Maybe I'll watch a movie today. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but that that sucks because that's I really like playing all these games on GameFly <laughs> for less money. That's true yeah um but that, that we'll see if that's an issue and xbox seems to be very on top of things and saying hey if you have an issue reach out to our support all that uh i'm confident in them them doing that oh i didn't even mention with the with the series x you open that up the box it's yeah it's such a great box opening experience i've, I've seen like 20 box openings it's why didn't you film one <laughs> no extremely lazy also would have been like 6 30 oh. in the morning like it's day. a pri private moment between me and my ex. Yeah, I, I was naked. And uh <laughs> why? Let's just say it was <laughs> a real so triple Xbox. Uh so oh, it opens up really well, which is a weird weird sentence. Um Yeah, this whole sentence can but be taken it, no, out of it's, context. It's displayed <laughs> it's displayed perfectly in the center of this box. You take yeah. it out, and it's got like compartments for the for the cables and the controller. It's so fancy. Like this is peak Apple product level of display and you look at the playstation 5 and it's like we stuck it in a box <laughs> like, it's got like oh. two foam pieces on the edge and, right and, and there's, there's got, like foam. some certain foam wrapped around it there's <laughs> you're foam. lucky to get like you're, you're lucky that there's a box in there to hold all the other shit <laughs> yeah there's foam in the xbox box to oh, be gosh. clear but it's like all around it it's super it's nice. all around the other well-packaged compressed stuff that's going to keep your console from shaking around we're like it seems like the the playstation 5 packaging and everything it seems like things could go wrong and things are very flimsy in it there actually looks, i don't know but like it it just looked kind of odd it, it does it's very similar to what they've done before like they did the same thing with all the ps4s is that same two side panels there's kind of is a it? lot of wiggle in the middle that you could squish in um, I could I might have to I still have my PlayStation 4 box I'll have to check it I thought that it came with so there was the outer box and then inside there was a box that slid out and you open it right and it had the PlayStation 4 in there which had but I could have swore it had better packaging than the PS5 I don't know maybe they just ran out of time I don't know I haven't watched too closely on the unboxings yeah but the Xbox is great I generally skip <laughs> unboxings but this time I was curious to see like just how they packed the PS5 unboxing. I watched just to see how big it is. Um, yeah, which is actually something I should bring up about the Xbox. Uh, smaller than I thought it was gonna be. It, yeah, it looks nice. 
Um, it's also thinner. It's I didn't realize it was a like a cube. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a tall cube. I didn't realize that. I thought it was gonna yeah. be longer and not as not like a weird creeper from Minecraft or something. Yeah, looking at that image of the GameCube on top of the Xbox right. Series X, um, it's like two I mean, GameCube. As long as yeah, it, it just it definitely made me think. Wow, this console is actually pretty slim. Um, I I think it looks pretty cool. I think so. I was listening to Gamespot After Dark, and they were doing their console debate, mm-hmm. and. I thought that, you know, there was a good, you know, they debated about the look of the console and like, oh, you know, it's got the sleek Xbox look. And um, I forgot his name. I think it was Travis. He was arguing or debating for the PlayStation side and he didn't really bring anything like he just kind of like agreed. And that's like, oh, man, you should have at least argued with the fact that, yes, you know, you know, Xbox has to make a box because they're Xbox. Right. But Sony came out with this crazy looking design because they always do and that's just who they are and they just love to do that they're flashy as hell they're crazy that's just sony and you know i thought that's when i th- when i look at that console i i kind of laugh because i'm like this thing looks like a fucking like pokemon or like one of the weird pokemon you know you know they have like the the gear one that spins around right. or like you know there's the garbage one like there's always a weird looking pokemon like this would be one of those it that's just marching like... around in the grass somewhere it looks like the sequel to bug snacks where it's just like inanimate object snacks where it's <laughs> yeah. like it should have googly eyes and then it would be a bug snack like there's a microwave be, it with be eyes a, it could be an enemy from like final fantasy like just one that you encounter mm-hmm. or kingdom like hearts floating in the air or kingdom hearts yeah, yeah. oh yeah that'd be definitely more That's, kingdom hearts uh, it's sure. very kingdom hearts villain yeah like a lesser villain yeah, it's I hate I hate the look. I've said this several times. I have stuff at the ready to put in front of it, so I don't have to <laughs> see it. And I will dress it up as a penguin. I have plans for that already. Perfect. All right. I'm very excited. Uh, I, oh, there was one thing I wanted to mention. You've probably done this on PS4, where you go to look at your hard drive and how much space it's using up. Oh yeah. Well, I stopped looking a while ago, but sure. But you, I, I used to, I used to obsess about it all the time. You've done it, and you've looked at that menu, and it takes like a minute to load all the games and how big they are. Calculating your storage right. or whatever. So I yeah. did that on the Xbox, and not even the Series X. I did this on the Xbox One X, and mm. it takes like half a second. <laughs> I just like shouldn't the system know? Like exactly. I don't understand why it does that. You, like. You literally, I, I've always, <laughs> you just go on the Xbox and you select, hey, filter by size, and it just instantly does it. And I'm like, wow, Sony, okay. I always thought that was so weird about the PlayStation. Like, why are you recalculating? Like, what you, you should what, just know how much space is taken. What up. could like, you possibly recalculate? Yeah, I can look at my phone and it tells me how much space I have left. Like, it's crazy. Right, it's insane. I, I don't know. Maybe it's probably better on the PS5. I would assume it's a lot better, but it was funny to do that on now last gen xbox and it just worked instantly oh shit yeah i was expecting this to be a task but no yeah i've been hearing a lot of things about the playstation 5 that makes me think that they still kind of brought over a lot of weird like issues from the ps4 which maybe they can update some of that stuff out who knows like the whole um like copying a download file takes a long time still Mm. for some reason and you can't really do that in the background like you can on Xbox, where if you're like in downloading and installing a you know a game, right. you can still play other stuff. Um, I know uh, Jeff Gerstmann from 
Giant Bomb was talking about that. He was having issues where his, uh, I think his cloud saves weren't coming down. He was having issues with the, the database rebuilding because the system shut off. Like, just some, like, like PS4 carryover almost. And it's just kind of odd. Um, one thing they did say is like, if you are transferring saves from PS4 to PS5, it doesn't do it automatically. I guess you have to download them from the cloud. Like you have to up right. upload them obviously, but then you have to go in and manually download them, which is, I don't know. It's not great. <laughs> yeah, not great. I mean, like, so there are certain games that I do plan on playing, like continuing to play on PS5, like, you know, like fallout 76, um, control because i do plan on picking that up and and continue where i left off um neo 2 things like that so i'll need those saves but i always think about it like my phone like when i get a new iphone i don't the only thing i ever transfer are my contacts my phones are my photos and stuff like that are usually going to be backed up on you know the icloud or whatever so i typically don't want to drag over everything else like please don't send right. over my text messages you know like my apps, none of that. Like, I can do whatever. Like, I can do all that shit. I don't want all the baggage from my old system. So I always think about that with, like, this. Like, I'm thinking about that with this console because how people are transferring everything. And I'm like, what if there's something from that system that you bring over that fucks up your new console? Like, I always have that fear. Hmm. It's possible. Yeah. Especially with Sony. Because you, their software, you know, you just never know with that. They are, it, with their it, damn yeah. software. I do like their UI and all that a lot, but I can't yeah. count on them in a lot of ways. Yeah, one thing I was impressed by, and there's a video circulating on Twitter, um, the activity cards where he, this guy, this one guy was looking at it. He was looking at Miles Morales. He went to the activity cards that are right below the game, and there was like one that says start the mission. The next one was like, um, I, I think it was like, talking about the achievements or something that he's tracking and he just clicked right from the mission one. It took maybe four seconds, loaded him right to the start of that mission to keep to like basically start from his last checkpoint, mm -hmm. which was pretty cool. And I was like, Oh shit, God, this like that alone impressed me so much. I was just like, man, I like this next generation console is going to be so cool. Right. That is cool. And they talked about that with uh destruction all-stars where you could, but I mean, I would assume this would work on Fortnite or anything too, where you can start the card as like, put me in the lobby, like put me in the lobby for deathmatch. That's where I want to be. And and that's really neat. Like you're saying, yeah. I don't know how much I'll, I'll use that, but it is a, it is a nice feature. If you wanted to start in a particular area and just get there, that's nice. Yeah. They did have something like that on PS4, but it never worked. So that's if good. someone was playing call of duty, right. And you see it like join game. And that never works because they're always like in a new session or in a new oh. like, lobby or something like that. So that shit never really worked from there. It might work if you have a faster hard drive like you do on the PlayStation 4. Where like, like if you go and it refreshes and it says like, hey, join lobby or join game. Like this time, I know I'm going to instantly try to join them instead of it being like, oh, it's loading up the game. Yeah. The logos. Oh, it's, you know, pulling all this data. It's like, oh, OK, now you're signing on to multiplayer servers okay now you can try to join nope, nope. lobby's full it doesn't exist <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> you lied you, <laughs> you lied said i could join so game many. yeah that hope so that that might actually work now that'd be good 
Times have changed. <laughs> it is nice. And I will say, if you've never if you've never experienced SSD fast loading, whatever on a PC, it is crazy to see it on console. Like yeah. you're gonna be blown away. However, yeah, I, I have not. You have, have not it. See, you have, Joel, because even if you play a game on a normal hard drive on a PC, it's like twice as fast as a PS4, so Oh yeah, that's true. It is you're yeah. you're not gonna notice it as much. Uh, cause I, since I've been playing PC games for a while now, and one of the main reasons was loading time for like, oh, I'll buy that indie game on PC because it's on sale. And also I don't have to wait four hours for it to load. Yeah, uh, yeah that's true. going to a series X and playing something like Yakuza, I, I don't necessarily notice. I know if I play this game on my PC, it's going to run like this. I'm not blown away. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. It's fast and great. But like I'm playing Valhalla and I got that on PC and it loads just as fast as the PS5 does. Like I and nice. granted I did buy uh one of the nice M2 drives to put it on. Yeah. But when you're fast traveling and it's like 6 seconds, 8 seconds and you look at the console like the PS4 fast travel time and it's like a minute or 45 seconds or something <laughs> you're like throwing your shoe at it yeah and, and i haven't experienced that in years because i stopped playing games like this on console because yeah. of that and if you're going from a minute and a half to get into the game to 15 seconds you're gonna be blown away it's super cool super impressive for me personally it's like no this is how games have loaded for years and how they should load i'm glad we're finally here yeah um so that's like, that's the big thing for me. I'm like, this isn't super exciting because I've had this, but if you've never had it, it's super cool. Yeah. I'm excited. You should be excited. Yes. You want to know um, a couple more things you should be excited for? Yeah, let's go. So we got let's a hit it. tiny bit of PlayStation news. PlayStation. PlayStation. In the first half of the year, we are expected to get Gran Turismo 7. Zoom, zoom. And Ratchet and Clank rift apart it took a while but i i remember yeah in my head i was thinking fractures in time <laughs> i don't know why. i was yeah i was thinking like fractured butthole no that's south park nope that's definitely south park. that's definitely south park uh so that's cool that's first half of the year I, I obviously ratchet was launch window is what they said i would imagine that one comes first and then gt7 i don't know like may or something around that time yeah and with that news also came with Horizon coming in the last half of the year. Which, I always forget the name of that sequel. Uh, Forbidden West? Horizon. Forbidden West. Yes. Yep. Um, and that one's interesting because it's also a PS4 game and because they, they just wouldn't keep their damn mouth shut. We believe in generations and now they're going to be launching a year out from launch almost. A PS4 game and a PS5 game. It's funny how they they doubled down so hard on that, and then but they weren't. They were just not. And not that they were lying, it's just that they just they, they just they just I guess they were lying. Now that is what that is. That was lying. Oh boy. Ooh, you're cutting out pretty bad. Okay, me. I saw I was I saw it was bad, so I kept talking. So we just have a good recording. Let me okay. see if I can do that, but. Uh, fix that real quick here oh you sound better now great of course 
do, do you feel like launch games really made a huge difference this time around with all the backwards compatibility in terms of like launch lineup it is certainly a, a great launch lineup because we have uh all these other titles that are getting updates like watchdogs or assassin's creed or yeah uh call of duty <laughs> what's the name of that call game call of duties call of Damn duty call of duties yeah for sure it's okay. i mean we've been talking about it like this is the best playstation launch lineup i don't i don't see any argument against it i don't know how you could say it's not since it has yeah. backwards compatibility and all that shit for, oh, yeah, for sure. games that just came out like that's duh. yeah plus that playstation plus collection and yeah. i mean it's it's really hard to argue that for sure i feel like that's obvious I do want to go back to the Horizon thing that I was cutting out on that you couldn't hear, but anyone listening to this would be able to hear. Uh, I strongly think God of War will be delayed out of, out of next year. And I still think that's a cross-gen game. They made some comment about... Hmm. Uh, what is it? We're going to support the PS4 until 2022 or something, something like that. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. And I really think that's a cross-gen game. And it's it's going to be really funny to see all these Sony fans just fucking lie and be like, no, it's fine. It's great for the gamers after they yelled and bitched at Halo Infinite for a year. Like, this shouldn't be cross-gen. It should be cross-gen. And then Sony does, and it's fine. Yeah. And pick up, make up your mind, okay? Is it fine or it's not fine? Do you think that'll be next year? Do you think God of War will make next year? I don't think it will. I think it'll be 2022, maybe... I mean, I could see it even going a little bit you know, closer to the end of 2022. Because that game, like, I feel like that game is so recent still that, like, you almost don't want it to come out too soon. Right. I feel like you got to let other studios really have their time and bring out something before you hit us with another God of War. Because, I, like, hmm. I love God of War, but, like, like, it's just when it's everything's so in your face all the time... You know, like, it, you almost have too much of it. Kind of like cyberpunk. Like, I, enough of it. Like, I, just enough <laughs> cyberpunk. I don't even want to see another Nightfire night City Wire There's shit. another one. I don't care. <laughs> I don't watch them. I don't care. I don't even want to hear. I, I don't want to hear that they're enjoyable. I just want them to go away. <laughs> I right. just, like, don't want to see any more of that game. Same thing, like, Spider, like Spider-Man's cool because they actually brought out something new. But then that's it. Like, I don't want to see anything else about Spider-Man for a long time. Like, they just need to go away for a while. Uh, I think if God of War Ragnarok, I believe is the title, if that comes yeah. out next year, it is a Miles Morales 15-hour, you know, it is not a full yeah. God of War 2. That's, that's what I think. And I think the fact that we even saw it so soon is also possible evidence of that. Yeah. We shall see. I think, like, the big thing is we're so used to seeing sequels really do something huge on the next game. Mm. Um, well, that, that, yeah. That it's, it's, you know, it's, I really want to see them do something different with God of War. Not, like, different, different from God of War, but, like, I want this game to do something bigger than I, it just did. That's the bummer so about Horizon. Where it's like, I would rather this just be a PS5 only game yeah. in that I know you didn't have to make any constraints at all. Yeah. You could just be let loose. And that's the same, that's the same thing for Halo Infinite, where 
I, yeah, it is going to be dumbed down in air quotes because it has to run. I trust Xbox to do it more just because they're like, put everything on PC, make it scalable. Like they're more yeah. into that environment and ecosystem. And you look at something like the Horizon port on PC where it's like, well, this is improved, but it also doesn't run great. Like it's not very optimized well. So I don't necessarily trust Sony as a cross gen developer in the same way I would trust Microsoft who puts out gears tactics on like four systems. And it's like, whatever. Like, yeah, we just do this and it works. Like, okay, cool. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited for that. And speaking yeah. of horizon, uh, AC Valhalla really reminds me of, of horizon in particular. Cause Avor looks like Aloy. Avor and Aloy. Oh, Avor and Aloy. I didn't realize that until just now. Oh my gosh but that's funny yeah i've seen a few i've seen a few like gameplay streams of it Mm -hmm. and it looks really good and like i like that it doesn't seem overwhelming when you look at the map to see like a billion fucking icons for all this side shit like it just seems like a much better um kind of like ground not grounded but like just a just a bit more squished together and there's even like a there's like a little bit of a settlement yes thing so um do you want yeah i guess i guess we can do that yeah okay i guess we can just get into games we're playing we don't have much much other news to talk about other than that no nothing that was that was the news all right ac valhalla assassin's creed valhalla i've played maybe 12 hours of it maybe i think about that um i just got out of the first area and into england Um, oh okay because the first area is kind of the tutorial area and it's all snowy and whatever blah 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 and then you go to England and it's not snowy and it's got very colorful. Like, oh shit, there's colorless here. And I just got to the base, but I don't have I don't have the settlement. I can't upgrade anything in. I'm I'm setting it up. I'm settling the settlement. I guess. You're, okay, you're just getting settled in. Mm, I'm settling into the settlement. It's upsettling, <laughs> and I it's it's remarkable because we both played Origins, right? And yeah, did you beat Origins? No, I ended up just really liking. Just played a lot of it. Yeah, I played a lot of it, and I I just really liked the character, and I just liked where the story was going. I think I just ended up not having enough time to to get through it. Got it. Yeah, Origins was excellent. This is the same team as Origins. Nice. Okay. And I think that's pretty apparent because uh, I played about maybe eight or ten hours of Odyssey, and but most of that, well, all of that was on Stadia because they it was like a free thing. This was before it was called Stadia. And so that's definitely part of it, of why I might not have enjoyed that game as much. But I, I really didn't like it. I really didn't like Odyssey. There was, like you mentioned, there's just stuff everywhere. And you're constantly bombarded by, hey, there's an assassin in the area. He's hunting for you. Can I just, yeah. like, explore at all? And you'd, you'd see an encampment, and it would pop up, like, there's a captain, and there's two treasure chests, and there's this, and there's that. And it, it was just nonsense it felt like it felt like if you have add it felt like your nightmare like it was yeah it was awful it's just way too much stimulation way too much going on way too much level gating shit uh and i feel like with this game given that it's the origins team and not odyssey they made the perfect assassin's creed game for me where it, like you look around and there's just blips on the map and there's just a few of them and you have to kind of find them 
and go look for them. It doesn't pop up on the screen and say, hey, there's another treasure chest here. You want to find it? You, you might miss it. and It might be fine. It's not that big of a yeah. deal. It doesn't feel like putting it on the screen and saying like two of three almost pressures you into doing it. Cause you're like, I want to complete this. I want to do it. I want to do it. But just having it in the world is such a better solution for me where like, okay, I didn't get that. Oh, I missed one there. Well, maybe I'll come back and get, it. I don't feel that, that pressure. I, I feel like there's something over there. Let me explore. Let me climb this mountain and get to that and see what's over there. Cool. And you're kind of led by, by your own whims and fancy of sending out the Raven and going, oh, there's a thing over there. Cool. Let me put that on the map. Like, look at all of them. I'm going to put them on the map. And then go there and do it. And I I love that that loop. It feels like the combat is so much more uh, not, not level-gated where you're just going to... It is level-gated to an extent, for sure. And it does still have RPG elements for the skill tree and, and items and all that. But I, I fought this guy and it had, like, a skull on it. And he was very difficult. And I failed a couple times he's like a this boss event dude but i could sit there and, and kind of figure it out and try it and it wasn't insurmountable and also okay. with that they got rid of the odyssey system of giving you items and just uh here's 17 different weapons all the time and yeah. all these different pieces of armor that's that's basically all gone i i've played the game like 12 hours and i have maybe six weapons and a couple of them are axes and one's like a flail and one's a knife. I'm actually using this short, like maybe it's a short sword, not a knife, but I'm using it because it's super quick and I just go up and stab people like stab, 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 stab. And then I run away. <laughs> Stabbies, stabbies. <laughs> it feels, it's really fun because <laughs> they kind of get like stun locked. Some of the enemies, the basic enemies. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, so I, I love that. And I, I used the flail for a little bit. It was just too slow, but it was really cool. Um, I like that. I like that I'm upgrading these pieces of equipment and getting attached to them and putting runes on them instead of well let me loot this body oh it has a pair of pants okay there's a new pair of pants let me look at the pants oh is that better yes that's a better pair of pants like it doesn't have the diablo-esque loot which okay. is actually as much as i love diablo i feel like is a negative for odyssey because it's just another system on top of 75 other systems this is yeah. much pared down and simple and let you play the game that's that's the big focus of this is you can just go in a direction like breath of the wild pick a direction and go there and explore and have fun and discover treasure and all this stuff and you don't feel pulled away of like oh i got i gotta manage my inventory or i gotta live i gotta do this other thing or, oh there's this guy's going oh i'm being hunted by this oh god what like it doesn't do that it just lets you play the game and it, it's so much fun to explore because of that I've yeah. I've loved having a few things on the map and and going and doing them and completing it. And I the reason why I spent so much time in that first area was I wanted to complete all the I think they're called mysteries. I I'm not I don't remember, but they're like the blue the blue squares on the on the map, like all the little blue sections are these little mystery things that happen, uh, and they're side quests, right? But they're like dynamic, yeah. not dynamic, but they don't you get to them and it doesn't pop up on the screen and go like side quest started and like follow the dude and has a little number on him. It'll be a guy. And he's like, there's this person up to no good over here. You got to come help me. And you're like, okay. And you like, like red dead two did. And you just follow him. And then the quest happens. And then it says like, you did it. It's over. That's the only time you get any feedback. 
of your doing something and it feels so much more natural as opposed to you just found a quest you want to follow the quest hey the guy's 10 feet away from you you gotta talk to him again like it, oh god you yeah know what i mean like that stuff was stupid uh so the first one I, I ran into well i went to this town and he had a little marker over his head and i I'm like okay cool i can clearly talk to you so i talked to him i thought he was a, a vendor that's why i talked to him because like, i want to sell some stuff or buy some stuff like this is my first town i'm gonna go shopping and and he's like oh look at all these crazy wares i have i got this this helmet i got this axe it's the such and such axe of of super killing and and avor's like that's my dad's axe i know you stole it from the battlefield you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh no 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 i i didn't do anything i didn't betray you guys nope 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 and, and she's like nah you did and he runs away he gets scared and runs away and none of this is like this is all just talking to the person normally nothing pops up on the screen he just runs away and i go to chase after him and a bunch of guards come at me so we had a he had bodyguards so i fight the bodyguards and i'm like i don't know where this guy went the game does not telling me hey he's over here i even looked at the quest screen i couldn't find there's no there was no active quest. It was just, he's gone. All right, fine. So then I explore the town more. I, I do like some side things. I might've even played the drinking game or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm doing other shit. Yeah. And then I see him and I think Avor makes a comment of like, there he is. Like, oh shit, that is him. So I chase after him again and I kill him. I, maybe I could have captured him. I don't know, but I killed him. He was running away real fast. So I just shot him with an arrow. <laughs> like, you nice. You stop running. Uh, and before that, actually, I was exploring back at his hut, and I found a treasure chest, and it was locked. And that's when I remembered, oh, that guy's still in this town somewhere. So I, that's why I was paying attention. Anyway, I kill him. I get the key. I go back to the treasure chest. I open it up. Um, you know, like mystery, whatever, solved, whatever it is, whatever they're called. And it does yeah. a little notch, like, oh, I completed an event. I completed a world event, basically. And I got huh. some items. I got some cool stuff. I got experience. And that was when I, I realized, like, this game's fucking awesome. <laughs> Just having oh, these, these emergent, they feel so natural. They feel like, like the people on the side of the road in Red Dead 2. Yeah. And, and I, oh, yeah. God, you just reminded me of that, too. Those it's so, so cool. It's so, so that's why I, I did that. I sent, there's probably like 12 of those events in that first area. And I just went around and did them all. And I explored the vast majority of that entire first area because it was so fun to see all these events and find a cave that someone was in. There was this one where there's this girl who lost her comb in the water. Like she, she threw her comb in the, in the river. And it's like there's these suitors trying to find it so that they can spend time with her. And the game just, it just pops up and it's just on the map. It doesn't tell you, hey, the comb's over there. I had to read a note and go like, solve a riddle. How would I get? Oh, okay. Like, I understand. Let me go there and, and dive into the thing and find exactly where it is. And I bring it back and, and that solves the quest. And there's a cutscene with it. it. It feels so natural and you can leave and it's not like desynchronized, you know, and you oh, failed. Yeah. You failed the quest and then yeah. it just loads you back into some random like area. Yeah. Some random 20 minutes back. Like, shit. And it, it does that with treasure too, where, like, I know there's a treasure chest in this room, but how do I get into it? And you'll look around and then see uh, an opening, like a window at the very top. Like, oh, that's how I get in. Or like that, I look like I can shoot it. And you, you shoot an arrow into it and it breaks open and then you can walk through or, or climb through. It does that so smart. It, it, it's so good. So much fun to explore. And I just finally got to England 
and I cannot wait to explore more of England. It's so good. I love this game. I really love this game. I, I love right. doing the combat. You get you get like a bunch of moves right away, <clears throat> and you're like, and it gives you enough stuff fairly quick quickly. So I'm like throwing axes at people, and limbs are flying, and uh, it's it's so good. It, it's so much fun. I I said at the very top, they it feels like they made this game exactly for me how I want to play it where. I follow a couple main quest things and then and then I do side stuff like along the way or oh this this main quest over here let me just do all the side stuff along the way and then all side stuff along the way back and that works perfectly there's a dice game that's really cool I've I've enjoyed that a lot the flighting which is like they they deered it they deered it they geared it as like <laughs> battle rap or something or like Norse rap battles and it's more like mm. slam poetry I don't know why they called it rap <laughs> it's like clearly slam poetry but yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool. And it's like a fun little mini game. I thought I was going to hate it. You also kind of have to do it because it increases your charisma, which will, you know, affect dialogue choices and stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. And the stuff with the boat, it's not like, hey, you want to do combat on the boat? I'm like, nah, not really. There's been no combat on the boat, but I have my whole crew and I can just do boat shit. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I, I nice. really think they they married origins with kind of that Breath of the Wild free roam go at your own pace do whatever nature it's it's so much fun i the reason why i haven't played more yakuza is because i just like i want to play more assassin's creed it is extremely good i love the story i love the characters that are going on with it do when the assassins show up it's only a couple hours in the assassin or not yeah the, they're not called the assassins yet because this is like the first game yeah chronologically when they show up it was it was such a like Avengers moment of like yes what oh I'm gonna get the this is so cool it it's so good and and there's like oh man politics like going on with it for this. I'm telling you you gotta play this because I know you liked Origins this is so much more like Origins but they they nailed it they really they this is it might be it's my favorite Assassin's Creed game so far for yeah. sure but the second one probably being Origins um. It's easily my top five games of the year, I think, at this point. I want to play more of it, but I am loving this game uh, so much. It's that perfect just explore, play a podcast, and, and go nuts for donuts without having to worry about all these nonsense. They just trimmed all the fat, all the fat off Odyssey and left you with exactly what you want to do constantly. No filler, no garbage, and even the extra stuff that you don't have to do, it doesn't feel like, hey, you didn't do this, idiot. It just feels like, no, I didn't do it, but maybe I'll come back. Maybe not. It's fine. It, it's, yeah. it's like low pressure, low stress, so much fun. You can throw fire at people. I have had a fair amount of glitches um, where this one time, like all this stuff caught fire, but I couldn't see the fire, <laughs> which, is, hmm. which is the problem. When you're trying yeah, to, invisible fire is never good. <laughs> when you're trying to not be on fire, invisible fire is deadly. Yeah. And, and I did burn alive. So that's an issue. Um, sometimes bodies will kind of go flying when you kill them. They just kind of bounce like we. I see that as a good feature. <clears throat> I'd say that it's a good thing, too. That's a definite positive. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I've, I've loved it. And sneaking up, the stealth kind of feels like it's taking a back seat for yeah. sure. You can still do it. Um, you can still sneak around. Uh, it, it, it's awesome it's so cool to get to an area and know there's a treasure chest and be like how do I get to that and it's not like 
I know it's he I know it's here somewhere. It's not just pinpointed exactly for you. You can kind of see it. You're looking around. How do I get to you're figuring it out? And it's not super difficult. And you solve it and you feel like a cool person, genius man. It it's so good. I love that game. Love it. So nice. excited. Cool. I'm excited to probably play it now. So I think you've sold me on it. Shall we talk about Tetris Effect? Yeah, you've played more than connected. me. Yes. I love this game. I so I'm not a big fan of Tetris. Like I think the last time I played this much Tetris was when Tetris 99 came out. And then before that, when it was the only game I had on my original Game Boy back in like yeah. <laughs> like and this like this game I didn't play Tetris Effect on PSVR when it was when it came out or whatever. And I kind of regret it now because this is such a beautiful, cool experience. Like when I play it, um, other than playing it on stream yesterday, like I turn off the lights and I turn the music up and I play the shit out of it. And there, as you saw me like struggling, like there, there are some speeds in that mode or in that journey mode that are so damn hard. And so after I beat that one in area three, which is it's the last level in area three, which got you to like, I think speed 11, I think was the top speed. When you're in area four, the last level there gives you speed. You go to like speed nine or 10 and then it shoots you to speed 12. And holy crap, that took me like 30 attempts to finally beat it. And I had probably lost on that on that level like four times with me with like one line left like i needed one more line and i lost it's so hard because they're just coming down like it's not even like you you can't even really see and plan what's coming it's just like they're coming down <laughs> like you're just like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> like you barely have enough time to rotate it like it was it was nuts but uh i've been having a good time with the journey mode um which is basically the single player and then i tried out multiplayer last night and i don't know if you've had a chance to try multiplayer but um there's a few modes in it the the only one i really tried was the 3v1 mode which is basically you you kind of like queue up in a lobby and you can either be in position one two or three or you can choose to be the boss basically whoever chooses to be the boss will send all of like the challenging like i guess effects over to the people that are on the team that are teamed up the other three people the three people that are together are basically just trying to get lines together and then once there there's a certain point where they're all connected all three screens and so it's you two other people your whole screen is connected and you're putting lines like you're using your all three of you are using your blocks to get as many lines as possible across all three screens so that when that moment is gone of your screens being connected you send all your lines over to the boss hoping that that'll take him out and i was having a good time with it it's pretty fun if you come across somebody who's really good at being boss though, like they'll hit you with uh there's one that's like Tetris pop out. So it'll just randomly pop out little squares. And then, so if you have like perfect lines, it'll pop out little hmm. squares here and there. So then you don't have your lines anymore. There's one where you can't rotate your blocks or your te- Tetris, Tetrinos or whatever. So Dominoes. Um, your dominoes. Yeah. 
So as you know, if you have like a bad one coming out, like, and you can't put away, you can't save in this mode. So like, if you have a shitty one coming down and it's gonna screw up your whole like setup, you can't hit like the bumpers to put it away. It's just like you're stuck with it. And then I think there's one that turns up the speed. I think I remember, hmm. but I don't remember. But um, it's a pretty fun mode. There, the other version of that mode is you versus an AI boss, um, which I haven't tried, but I, I think I want to. I've just been having a good time with it. I think it's a really just cool sp spin on Tetris that I haven't played before, especially the the connected part. That was really fun. And damn, I wish uh, it was in. I mean, I wish this version of it was in VR because I would get a kick out of playing the connected parts of it in um, VR. I think that'd be pretty cool. I wonder if the PC version is VR. I haven't looked into that. Oh, that'd be that might be something to look at. Yeah. I get that, that on my, cool. my quest, man. Woo. Yeah, there you go. Boop, boop, boop. Um, yeah, what, what do you think? I mean, are you a big Tetris <clears> fan? <throat> oh, God, I hate Tetris. I think Tetris is one of the most overrated games. It, not that it's bad, but I don't get it. I've never understood Tetris. It's just confusing to me. I don't understand. Um, it's mildly fun. I do enjoy it. It is satisfying to, like, make lines and stuff. But I, I beat yeah. that third level which is the third board, not even the third level, the third board of it. And I was like, I'm good. I don't need to do this anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. Like, to me, Tetris is always boring. And I like I the think, music. It, it does really cool oh, stuff yeah. where you'll get like awesome. 12 lines and then like the vocal track kicks in. And like, that's really cool. But yeah, I don't need this Tetris part. I might just turn into easy to experience the music and stuff. But I don't yeah. Know. Well, I think like I think back to when I was a kid and I played Tetris and I was like, this is boring as fuck. Why do I have this game? Why did I get punished <laughs> with this fucking game? And then I think like they've put a spin on Tetris multiple times that I've seen here and there. And I keep thinking to myself like, like, OK, I kind of like Tetris. I think it's an OK puzzle game, but it's yeah. also like really based on your skill of RNG. Like, what are you going to do with what you're dealt with? Kind of. But like. There's definitely better puzzle games. But something about what they did with the music and the visuals in this is just so cool to me. It's like so crazy that it really does make a difference on how I feel playing this version of Tetris compared to like all the other fucking versions of Tetris. Like Tetris 99 to me was okay, but I didn't think it was a very good version of Tetris. Okay. Not, and I guess I, I mean, I might not really know what a good version of Tetris is because I haven't played all of them, but like, I think the version, there was like a Tetris, I think it was Tetris Attacks on mobile that I played that was, to me, felt better than Tetris 99. Also got really stressed out playing Tetris 99, where this, even though it's like, some of the levels are like, oh man, this is really fast. I'm not stressing out about it, like I'm actually having fun trying to figure out how to beat this board with like, at speed 12, with the blocks literally just falling at like massive speeds, and I'm just like, trying to figure out where to place them. It's, it was... It's yeah. insane. It's chaotic, but yeah. Um, did you want to talk about Yakuza like a dragon? Oh boy. Is Cisco in it? I feel like Cisco would have to be in that. No, I mean, not yet. I, I don't know. God, what a, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll let Japan know they messed up. So this is Yakuza like a dragon on the series X. If I'd gotten the game a little sooner i would have tested it out on xbox one x to see kind of the difference but nope um <laughs> looks it looks great looks beautiful i kind of mentioned that earlier every 
every piece of clothing has this texture, like this really fabricy texture you can feel on it. It's really nice. Um, but that that being said, the game is clearly an, a last gen game that's been you know high res textures and all that. I really like this game. I played about four hours of it. Maybe yeah, I've played it before. Okay. And my only trepidation with that is that it, it's just and Yakuza games have always done this. There's just a lot of cutscenes, man. It mm. is probably the first two hours is almost two hours like a movie. You just sit there and watch a oh, movie. Oh wow. Um and you move around every once in a while and go to the next thing and you fight a guy every so often. And then you watch another cutscene. And you've probably heard the premise, which is like Ichiban takes the fall for a, a Yakuza boss, basically, yeah. and then treated like to, garbage. Goes to prison for 18 years and then comes out. And that's this, you know, that's what the game starts in air quotes. That's like two and a half hours into the game, but starts there. Um, that's the premise. But it sets up the characters so well. You know these people, you know their relationships with each other. And then it does that, which is, again, the premise of the game. And mm-hmm. that, that's done extremely well. The only problem is that it's like there's so many cutscenes, and I can only watch so many cutscenes before I go, all right, let's do something else. Like, let's, let's, yeah. let's do something else. And I'm getting to the point now where I kind of like, oh, I can, I can do this mini game, or I can do... Um, I could just go over here and fight battles if I want to just to kind of break it up because it is a lot of cutscenes, a, a lot, a lot of cutscenes, and they're good. Um, I'm playing it in Japanese, so the, the voice acting sounds good. I mean, I don't know. It sounds authentic. I, I'm playing a game in Japan about the Yakuza. I want to be in Japanese. I don't know why you would. I don't, I don't understand that. I know people are excited. It has English, whatever. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's really stupid to me. I don't want to. If the movie's about France from a French filmmaker and it's originally in French, I want to watch it in French because that makes sense. You know, like, yeah. it, it's a little it's a little weird to I understand not wanting to read subtitles sometimes. I, I get that. But that's not what this is. This is this is like Japan. I want Japan. So that sounds good. That's fine. The story's so well done. So funny. Uh, really dark. It, it does some really it. Cause I can't really go into it, even though it's the first beginning of the game, but it, it does such a good job of establishing character for the main. I don't know if I'd even call him villain. He's clearly up to no good, but it's not like he's at least at this at this point. It doesn't seem like he's out to conquer the world or something. Villain like JRPG villainous is not Kefka or something. Yeah, but. They do a great job establishing him and his backstory and then Ichiban's backstory to the point like I'm in. I, I, I love this. Every new character you meet, um, I'm like, oh, you're a cool dude. What's this? What's this about? What's that about? Really into it. Um, I do think it's funny that this is probably the first JRPG where the all the characters are like in their 40s. <laughs> it's just weird. weird. Yeah, that, that's weird. It, it'd be like... Um... It's like playing with a bunch of old men. <laughs> yeah, like Ichiban's 42, they've mentioned. Because yeah. I was trying to do the math, and then the game eventually just said, like, oh, I'm 42. Oh, shit. Okay. He's 42. The other guy's 41. The other guy is probably older. I don't even know. Like, it's pretty funny. I think that's cool, though, is, as a way, like, we never, we never get a JRPG or, or any really many games at all where you play as someone older than 30. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, so that that's neat, and that's a different perspective. 
uh, I guess being in the Yakuza is also a very different perspective. But I I've enjoyed it quite a bit. I like the battle system. That's fun. I wish there was more of that. The game is very focused on the story, and it's very good. But it is a lot, um, especially at the beginning. I've heard it's very front-loaded, and I'm getting to the point now where I can explore and do things and, and all that. Um, I yeah. do very much recommend it. I, I, it's like with, I played Judgment, and I watched all the cutscenes. It's very good. They do, they do an incredible job. I was actually playing it thinking about uh, Persona 4 or 5 or whatever. And I don't know how you could play Persona and then play this game and be like, well, Persona's better store. I'm like, there's no way this game has the way it does its characters, the way it unfolds yeah. the plot. It's so much better just because it's like actual motion capture and every, it's so much more cinematic. I, I really enjoy it. The characters aren't monologuing to themselves about Kamoshida for 25 minutes. Uh, it, it, it's so good. It's an excellent, excellent game so far. I will play more of it and, and see how it goes. Again, I would have played more, but Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed is just so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this... I... Oh, good. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, everything I've heard from, like, other podcasts about Yakuza, like, has made me want to play the other ones, and then hearing more about this one is like, maybe I should just wait and then start with this, because, like... The games are so long, like, if I go and try to start with one of the older ones and then try to jump into this when I get my new console eventually, like, I feel like it'd be too much when, of, like, right. too much of the same thing. Uh, too much of the same world, I guess, maybe. You're not gonna but, get, you're not gonna get there. There's six other, there's seven other games, actually, yeah. Zero. Yeah. Yeah, well, if anything, I'd start with Zero, um, because I heard that's a good starting point, especially that one's on Game Pass, so I could always start right. there. Um, but I just, I don't know, I think I'd rather wait and just get into Yakuza's yakuza 7 and i i think to to kind of speak on the comparison like about people saying that oh persona 5 is still better i think people are so attached to the characters in persona 5 sure. that like that they don't really like the game is so stylistic too in a certain way and the music's really good that i think overall like people are more attached to that than they are the actual story of the game like the story's good in persona 5 like you're you know taking down people's bad hearts and shit like that but like Everything I've heard of you of Yakuza, just the games in general, and even like this one, like it sounds like this has more of like a just interesting, fun story to follow. Like there's just so much more shit going on that right really like you get involved in that that to me might might end up not to say like it's instantly better than Persona Five, but like I think for people that are really in love with Persona Five and kind of have those blinders on that they you know it's it's they're there's a lot to be other RPGs that are better. Like, right. I think people need to calm down. I, I just think the yeah. writing in persona five is, is like fine. It's just so anime is the problem. Like they, very those characters are so overly anime, anime which, which is true. And this, this is, this is anime, but like in a silly way, like a but lot of it's stuff very is. serious. Like you get, you get shot. I mean, you take the fall for a dude who murdered someone and go to prison for 18 years. Like it, that's not silly. <laughs> Well, not that part, but I mean, like, <laughs> the surrounding stuff, like, the it, it, the stuff you do in town. It does. I mean, like the Yakuza series yeah. has that, that sense of humor, that campy, part. goofy style, where the one guy who, uh, you end up, uh, like, kind of living with these homeless people for a while as you get back on your feet, because the shit happened, um, and he, he throws a bunch of seeds 
at the at the enemy and a bunch of birds flock and, and attack him like <laughs> that's silly and goofy but also like it deals with serious issues of homelessness and like oh they can't get a job because they don't have an address and it's not like they're just lazy they just like the world fucked them they got screwed and and it, it goes into that and i feel like the writing is so much better and it's so the problem with persona is it's not succinct it needs it, it, there's no subtlety there's no subtext in persona writing for me it's it's just beats you over the head with it and it won't shut up what yakuza does is it ha- feels natural it feels like these people are actually there just talking and yeah they're goofy and i, I sent you a screenshot of like like this guy's teaching me how to use a cell phone you have to get in line like it's it's <laughs> dumb but it, it all works and fits and it feels earnest and and it doesn't belabor the point like I do constantly throughout the show. It's so good. I really, I, that's why I bring up Personas. Like, if you love Persona and want a JRPG, I would recommend this simply because it does have a strong cast of characters. It is a lot of, of, of that story. You know, there's a lot of meat to get through here. And now we have a fun JRPG battle system because I hated the combat system of all the Yakuza games. I do not like that. But I like the story, and now with a JRPG system, I'm like, this is perfect. This is exactly what it fits so well. The JRPG ness fits perfectly with this series. It, it's funny. You could almost play this game and then play the other ones and be like, oh, why they make it an action game? That's weird. Because it fits. <laughs> it fits so well. Like, yeah. It makes total sense for enemies to be in this room, and you have to fight them because, like, that's how JRPGs work. Like, there's there's dudes there in the in the sewer, and you have to fight them. Like. It's so cool. I just can't wait to, to see more of it and get through the story. I'll probably have this from Gamefly for like a month and a half. I guess it's just going to take forever. Shout um, out to Gamefly. Shout out to Gamefly. Yeah, it, it's. I, I do recommend it highly, and I'll have more probably next week. I'll, I'll play it more. All right, sounds good. Um, let's Tell see. me about Fallout. How, what are you doing in Fallout? So I jumped back into Fallout 76 because I was just like, Kind of like I was saying earlier, I felt lost. I felt like in this purgatory. No. Yeah, I heard of that guy. Not that lost? No, not that lost. <laughs> um, haven't hit rock bottom yet. Um, yeah, but I was like, I, <laughs> I've like lost. So I felt like I'm just wandering. Why don't I play something where I get to wander and kind of do shit? So I loaded up Dude, Fallout 76. Awesome. They've got an upgrade or upgrade update coming out pretty soon. Um, I think the Brotherhood of Steel is going to be coming into the game. Mm-hmm. Which, no, actually, mm-hmm. they're already kind of there. And that's I think game they're going to be hold more. Hold on, hold on. This game's on Game Pass. Yeah. We could play this game. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we can. <laughs> I've been playing it on PS4, though. <laughs> my save won't carry it. But they're supposed to be doing cross-play soon, I think. Okay, all right, all right. So, but, um, yeah, so I just wanted to jump in and kind of check it out. And I, the game runs a lot better now like i feel like it's running a lot better they've added you know the the last update i checked out was when they added the npcs and that's still there that's still cool you can pick up missions and side quests and stuff like that um that's all fun i think my problem with with this game is it i feel like it takes too long to level okay. so and i'm I think I got just tired of struggling so much because like I'm low on stim packs. I'm low on ammo. My guns are breaking. Um, like I'm not finding the loot I need and there's just so many enemies everywhere I go. And then like 
I'm like walking to this quest, which is I'm level 16. So I'm like, cool, I'm walking to this quest. A lot of the stuff is like level, like leveled down to you. Um, but then there's like this, these weird frog things that are just spitting fire at me. And it's like almost killing me instantly. And mm -hmm. I don't have stim packs like to just waste. So I'm like, here, there's more struggle here. And so like, it kind of stopped being fun after a little bit. So I, I'm still, I still plan on playing it. I just like had to take a break from it. Cause I was like, this is not helping my, my stress level here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I jumped back into Tetris and I was like, okay, I'm having a good time here with Tetris. Um, but yeah, I just, um, I, for some, like, for some reason the game just felt a lot better. Like it's just running better. Okay. I don't know if That's it's something that they did. Yeah, I don't know if it's something they did or if it's just like there's a lot less shit on my PS4 now, so I don't know. I just feel like it ran a lot smoother this time. It just has... I have so much room in this hard drive. There's so now. much room, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about Destiny 2 Beyond Light really quick. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, so I, I haven't played Destiny 2 since the first expansion came out. or Yeah, first DLC came out, which sucked. Um, this... <laughs> When I when I was really into Destiny Two was when it was really disappointing, and that's when I stopped playing it. And before like Forsaken was like the big kind of like revive for Destiny Two, and then after that was Shadowkeep. And so, and I had thought like, oh, maybe I can go back and play that, and I just decided not to. And then I noticed that Beyond Light was for free, and that's the newest expansion that just came out, was for free on Game Pass, and I was like, I'm gonna give it a shot. I've been hearing good things about it. Everyone's excited about Beyond Light because it's like it's their first really big um expansion since Bungie became like independent from right. Activision. So, this is like them this is all them basically. And and plus it's all free on Game Pass, so why the hell not? So I jump in and so far the storyline is pretty cool. Um, I guess what had happened at the end of the last season, because now they do seasons instead of it just being like expansions, a few planets went missing. Well, how do you lose that? I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I guess I missed out on a lot, apparently. But so a few planets went missing and you're like trying to figure out what the hell's going on. So and you find this guy named Varix. And so you're following basically his instructions on what to do, because now there's like this weird um like faction from uh the fallen that have these weird stasis abilities so they're shooting ice and shit like that and the only way you can really co combat it is by also kind of going into the darkness they say i don't know this all sounds really weird but so you start kind of showing those abilities too which they're really freaking cool like basically the the special that the hunter has is to like float up in the air and throw ice picks like Ooh they were pretty cool and that storyline is pretty cool and i like it so far i'm having a hard time playing it by myself because some of like the i'm in the middle of this quest or mission or whatever and the boss battle is just you in an arena and he's constantly spawning ads and i get so close to beating him and then i'll get like fr he'll freeze me and then i get sniped and then i have to start all the way from the beginning of that boss fight so um but one cool thing that I always like to do when I play Destiny is it gets me back into listening to Fireteam Chat, which is Dustin Legary uh, from IGN's uh, Destiny podcast. Even when I kind of had stopped playing Destiny, I always still listen to that podcast. 
and going back and listening to them for like the first time in a long time um was really cool and just hearing like the good things that they like about it the bad things like how stasis is basically broken pvp because how the fuck can you really like survive when you're getting frozen in place and then getting sniped or killed like so that it's all interesting now so destiny is like kind of it's not like fully back into like where i'm gonna jump back in i'm like oh i'm so obsessed it's just like i want to casually just play the campaign because it still feels like a really good shooter when i go back and play halo like i was hoping to get this feeling of like oh man this is such a good shooter and i don't get that i get bored where when i was playing destiny 2 i i had those feelings back of like man this is a great shooter this this feels so good the mechanics are great the shooting is great um the world is cool again like it was not boring like it used to be so i don't know just thought i'd say a little bit about it because it's uh it's like the beyond light thing is is bungie's like it's theirs it's kind of like their thing that they have been wanting to do for so long and it's just really cool to see it kind of come out and the one thing i will always always complain about with destiny they never add a new enemy like type or not type i guess like they have the fallen and there's like shit i don't even remember the other ones anymore but basically there's always there's always like three three factions of enemies and then they just make like different types of those like oh this one these are infected with this and that's why they're different this expansion these are infected with this so they never add a new like enemy class or a new enemy faction it's always just like it's always the same recycled enemies over and over again just like with different abilities oh, okay and so and we were hoping to see that which they didn't do it maybe next time but they did add new like new like types of enemies for those factions like there's this one giant robot thing with like weird laser wings that is kind of scary to fight because he'll actually jump and dash at you from the air and he's huge so it's like uh it's almost like a one hit kill if he hits you but yeah i mean i'm interested i heard i heard the loot sucks because you're not getting a lot of cool loot and i heard that yeah multiplayer is broken so yeah yeah other than that um i'm having a good time i'm playing it kind of slowly and casually and uh yeah that's all i gotta say about right. destiny 2 sounds good yeah any other games you want to talk about um oh i do want to mention uh, i finished crisis 2 since now i'm playing all the crisis games and crisis 2 is awesome i really enjoy it uh some of those set piece moments in it where like the ground is crumbling and just crazy shits going on are straight out of an uncharted game so nice. cool so well done it, it, i could show several screenshots of this game running at 4k max settings uh, it's a nine-year-old game um <laughs> but still uh and you'd think it was a modern game you would think like oh that's a ps4 game cool like nice and you would not be and you would almost think it's like oh is that an upscaled version on ps5 like it looks really good the vast majority of the time there are certain things if you get real close you're like well the geometry is kind of low poly or that texture is not super great but it holds up remarkably well in in terms of that and also in terms of gameplay i really enjoyed it there are several sections i wrote down survival horror in my notes where some of the aliens you end up fighting a lot of aliens um it's like crisis one where the last half of the game is a shooter 
they kind of do that again. It's very linear. I know people don't like that. Whatever. I understand. Um, it's a nine-year-old game. I'm not going to hear your arguments against Crisis 2 now. It's Yeah, it's they kind of don't matter at this it's point. Kinda, yeah, I understand you're upset. It was nine years ago. Yeah. I'm playing it as an idiot not nine years later. So okay. I, I still really liked it. A lot of the enemies, there's like this big tank, beefy dude. That's the survival horror enemy where you're like circling around him and you keep shooting him and he's coming out after you with this mini gun. It was really cool. Um, and I enjoyed the ride of the story. Um, and I'm actually super excited to play Crisis 3 because it takes place like in the city environment but overrun with uh, weeds and plants. I guess not weeds. Weeds is probably the worst example. Trees and vines. <laughs> weeds. There's so many weeds. Why are you putting weeds in here? Oh, no. Put all these weeds in the city. Got them damn weeds. Uh, so that's really cool. And I also, when I was looking up Crisis 3, there's these screenshots of someone running the game in 8K just to just to see what it looked like and they look bonkers so i'm i'm so excited to play that game now that i could probably play it at a relatively level lovely relatively high level bleh, and, and and enjoy the the graphics because these games are known for just destroying pcs so yes yeah. i will wait six years after a game comes out to play it on my pc <laughs> yeah <laughs> now it's reasonable yeah um yeah, I really enjoyed Crisis 2. I highly recommend the Crisis series. I think it's vastly underrated, and no one talks about it. And I don't even know why I started playing him at this point. Oh, it was on sale. That's why. I was going to say, yeah, I don't remember why you started playing him. But well, I, I got the <laughs> first one on, on sale, and I bought Crisis 2 in 2011. And I bought Crisis 3 in 2000-whatever when it came out. And I tried to play. I looked at my origin thing, and it says I played it for five hours. That's, there's no way. I don't remember playing it once. I think I remember booting it and being like, this runs like shit. I can't play it. And then I stopped. But apparently that was for five hours. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. Um, but I'm not going to play that for, that will probably be in January when I'm done with Yakuza and Assassin's Creed and, and Cyberpunk. and. Yeah. But yeah, Crisis is great. Highly recommend cool. it. All right. That's it. All right. Well, I don't think I have much else either. I said that's it. All right. That's it. Well, um, I don't have much other things that I plan on playing this week. I've been thinking about what games I want to play and like, I jump around a lot right now because I'm so like, just like trying to find something like, I, right. I think, I think I have every time I finish like a game, I have a hard time sticking to another one. So like once I finish Uncharted 4, I just started bouncing around a lot. So I think I'll find something eventually, but like the last thing I wanted to play was control but then i told myself like just save it for like the playstation 5 like there's no reason to have to deal with those fucking load screens just wait for the playstation 5 version like <laughs> for that to come out or for the playstation 5 to be here. right anyways and then so i i play like league here and there i play tft um uh, i played apex on on because the steam version came out and the season the newest season came out so i jumped in tried that out and that's the new map is really cool um, I don't have any of the new heroes because it doesn't link up. It didn't link up my account from like the PS4, which I thought it would, but huh. that's fine. Um, not really missing the characters that I did unlock because I don't use them anyways. I usually <laughs> stick to the ones that I already had. So, uh, but that game's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 has like, uh, I think like a free 96 hours Ugh. right now. So 
I jumped in and did a couple quests, and I was like, man, this game is still really good. I just wish I had the time. I wish I had the time and commitment to, like, play it, but I just don't. Right. Yeah. Anything you're up to this week? No. Valhalla and Yakuza. That's it. All right. Well. Um, I'll be streaming throughout the week here and there. I'm not sure exactly what I'll play, but I'll find something to play. And uh, I guess that's it for us. That's it? All right. Well, we'll catch you guys <laughs> next week. Uh, thanks again for listening to the show, being here. Um, make sure you guys head over to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, thegamefanatics.com, Spotify. If you don't subscribe to the podcast, make sure you do there so that you can catch the new episodes when they upload. Can't think of anything else. Yeah, um, man, my brain is like dead at this point. But anyways, <laughs> we will catch you guys next week. Goodbye.